0: reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hello and welcome to Front Office Features. I am Rob Crane here with Chris Valente. Chris, how are you?
1: Hello my friend. How are you?
0: you know I'm doing okay i um I'm glad that we uh, you know we talked about what we did last week and uh but I also feel excited just to talk about other stuff that is going on in sports uh, in the world in sports business uh, and I'd like to kick it off if you don't mind with what we're doing in Pawtucket because it is out of this
1: world good so the- I've seen, and so I've heard. So please, the floor is yours. The floor is mine. Uh, We
0: started an on-field dining. If you go on my LinkedIn and my Twitter, you can see pictures of it. Crazy good. Uh, So we started this thing where we started a restaurant on the field. There was 27 tables, and we had people pre-order. They had to reserve everything because of all the COVID stuff. Um, And we... Had people and all we had two we had to do them in seatings right you had to do uh, so that you could do the reservations but also get people out because we were a little worried like they would just sit there for three hours or something like that right because so we out did of the two house. different seatings so you can turn them over and uh, then we sold those two seatings out on a Friday and a Saturday in 88 minutes we added a third one on a Sunday this is just this past weekend a third one on a Sunday that sold out in 12 minutes. And it was awesome. The, the tables were out on the field. Uh, we started them on the infield. Then it rained one day, and we moved them to the outfield. And people just came out. They ordered their food. Uh, we delivered their food. It was gorgeous out. And they left. And every single one of them, every single one, said how great of a time they had. This was the best dining experience of my life. And we're not serving like frickin', uh, you know. Uh, filet mignons here we were serving you know uh, there's a burger meal a hot dog meal some nachos an eggplant parm um, and a barbecue uh, uh, did I say barbecue and then like uh, this crazy hot dog that our chef came up with and it was like good just kind of homes you know good good old food right like and it was casual dining at its best and people would just come out they would eat on the field we put a picnic tables out there and they had an absolute blast. We sold booze. And uh, yours truly, Chris, yours truly, was a waiter. A First waiter. First time I ever been a waiter.
1: Did you drop anything?
0: No, no. I got hands. I got. Uh, I got. like put stick on my hands. Like so. A what'd you do with the tips? Receiver.
1: What'd you do with the tips?
0: Uh, I gave them to somebody else.
1: <laughs> so, and you added a lobster roll. I saw.
0: We had a lobster roll, steak tips, uh, and the chicken caprese
1: was it mostly families?
0: Yeah, mostly families. It was like uh, the people who would show up at a game.
1: So did you guys charge typically what you would at a game, which is usually cheaper than going? No, it was uh, more money.
0: We, no, we did cheaper than a game. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, so we usually sell like waters, like bottled water for I think it's 5 bucks or 450. We sold it for 3. Um same thing with sodas. Beers were only 5 and 6 bucks. Um and then a hot dog and fries were only $5. So this time, in all honesty, we raised the price a little bit um, uh, but just because the margin, you're just kind of learning the first time, right? Right And um,
1: running a restaurant so, is not what sports teams do.
0: No. And so all of the waiters, all of the hosts, uh, people working in the kitchen, the people in the parking lot, the people asking about like COVID screening, are all like our front office. So it's like our ticket sales guys, our sponsorship sales guys, <laughs> um, our PR person. Um, you know, our executive vice presidents are the whole thing. Doesn't matter who from where you are on the top of the list to the bottom of the list, you are you're you're working hand in hand. I will say this one of the cool things is to like watch, you know, Mike Tamburo is one of our owners and uh, long time, long time, long time president. When I say long time, like 40 years president of the team, then when it sold, you know, four or five years ago, um. He went into a more of just kind of an ownership role, but he's still around a lot. Mike Tamburo, literally the king of baseball. They hand out this thing at the Winter Meeting called the King of Baseball. He mm-hmm. won it in 2018. Mike Tamburo's running fries out to people. Mike Tamburo's carrying around these big old tables and such. And he's 70 years old, right? Or somewhere around there. And he's doing all that. And to see that kind of stuff was just sweet. And I think that... Part When I see these people working hard and, you know, I'm waiting tables and other people are working hard, there's part of it that that's kind of like the thing I love about minor league baseball is like we get to go and go do something, right? Is like we as a team collectively rally around something and say, watch us. We're going, you know, a whole bunch of people say, watch us. We're going to go start a restaurant on a field. And I'll say this. We did have some help from some restaurant people. Uh, which was very helpful, um, and they were extremely, you know, uh, smart and the, because they know the business much better than we do. But um, to watch them rally, to watch everyone rally around each other and you know do that, it was it was pretty cool. That was that was probably my favorite part.
1: I love it, and you just did a commercial for why people should work in Meyer Lake Sports
0: huh. because. I, uh,
1: it I I we say it all the time. You can't get more hands-on. You, you don't see more creativity, more dedication than you do with folks that work in the minor leagues. And the the whole operation to flip a switch to go from hey we're not gonna have baseball likely this year to pulling off what you guys are doing is beyond commendable and also just like invigorating. To your point, like you see the owner diving in, you get your hands dirty. Like that's awesome. Like you can't get that experience anywhere else besides the minor leagues. Like, and yeah, where do you it, find that many creative people to come up with an idea to do that? Like, it's just, that's, it breeds that. I love it. Love
0: it. Love yeah, it. Yeah, it was it was fun. I remember it came up as an idea. A lot of teams were, a lot of teams were doing curbside pickup, right? So like, you know, come by and we'll feed you. And then I, I'm pretty sure it was me. I'm not, it was, we are in a group setting, but I'm pretty sure it was, I, th- I think so. I, maybe somebody else takes the credit. I don't care. It was like, what if we put a restaurant on the field? What well, if we move the picnic tables onto the field? Because we do this thing called a uh, Food Truck and Craft Beer Festival where we have tables on the field and people can go and eat, and that's kind of where the thought process of, like, you can eat on a baseball field. And it was, then that's how it just kind of started. And then it's like, okay, what does the P&L look like? And then you start, you know, messing with it, and you start, you know, seeing what cost of goods would be, and you start messing with what labor would be, and you start messing with, you know, can you turn the lights on? How much does it cost to turn on the lights? And, um, the the answer is freaking expensive. Of course. Um, and so you just start going and then it's like, I think we got something here. Right. And then it's like, all right, we got to try it. And then when you get to the moment of like, all right, we got to try it. And then it's like, oh man, we got to try it. Like, it's like, we got details to work out. We got to say like, Okay, what if I'm allergic to peanuts? Like, we're not <laughs> a restaurant person, right? Or like, what if I'm gluten free? Or what if I do something? Uh, I, you know, it's, it's interesting, right? What if it rains and it rained one of the days?
1: So, like, how long are you planning on doing this?
0: We just announced, what uh, Tuesday, that we were gonna do three more weekends, and then we'll see where it goes, right? So, we, um, can you add fireworks? So doing, uh, see that we we're trying fireworks, but there's some issues on people saying they're not that they I'll have issues with social distancing um stuff so there's part of me that's like I don't know I don't buy that but I'm not a I'm not a you know one of those people so um so fireworks might be tough but we're going to do three more weekends we've added tables right so we went from 27 tables to 33 tables and we went uh to three seatings Instead of two seatings on Fridays, Saturdays, uh, and and Sundays, so uh, we'll see how it goes. It's awesome, but oh So we'll see how it goes in twenty four hours. So that equals like nine hundred ish tables, right? If you do yeah, all the math, yeah. thirty three times whatever. Um, we sold, we booked four hundred of them in a day. That's amazing. So,
1: kudos it, to you and your good. staff. Unreal.
0: Yeah. The, uh, it's a it's a great thing. So. It,
1: you, I mean, so it, it it actually backs up what you and I are always preaching is do something right. Just don't talk the, like you actually went out and like walk the walk and put ideas to a paper, created something out of nothing, and now you're generating revenue in a, in a situation that was pretty bleak <laughs> beforehand yeah. yeah, right. for minor league teams and from a goodwill and community. And I know it's it's hard for the the, the people of Pawtucket saying goodbye to this the stadium and the the team with not having games, but at least you're giving them something of a memory. And so, awesome. Awesome job. Hey, I'll give you a nice little golf clap. Oh, nice thank little, you. Thank you even you. came, well, I told you, is- I told you, you guys came up in our Fenway town hall today at the Red Sox. Someone was saying, hey, I've seen the dining the, on the diamond with the Paw Sox. Why aren't we doing that? So, goes back like to my original or, point uh,
0: logistical issues.
1: Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit different. Um, we can have a concert, though, with Dropkick Murphy's, but we can't have a dining on the diamond. Uh, but it just goes to show like, it, it exasperates what we just said. The minor league people have so much creativity. I would put them up against the major league level all day, every day, for folks who can come up and and problem solve because that's what the minor leagues always is. It's just problem solving constantly because there's always a problem. There's always whether, a problem. Whether it be like your shoes are washed down the, the the clubhouse or you can't <laughs> play baseball. So like it just teaches you how to problem solve and be very and forces you to be creative. So kudos to you and say- your staff.
0: Thanks. But i also say this. We probably had five, six college-age students volunteer their time to work just to hear the experience. Right? And they reached out to me. Uh, one of the persons that we'll hear from today, Ray Bruno, uh, he reached out, said he wanted to volunteer. Uh, we had an intern with us who was supposed to have this big, great internship. Obviously, we didn't have any interns. And she's like, I can work. And I was like, yeah, we got to do it on a volunteer basis. She, did. she came in and did it. We, had a, we have a great uh, relationship and partnership uh, with Assumption College in uh, Worcester. And uh, they had a few people that uh, they came down and, and volunteered just to get the experience. Who do you think I'm calling for an internship next year, right? Those or who people. do you think that for, for uh, full time jobs? Are these people, right? They showed initiative. Love. I, I'm so appreciative of all the entire team, whether it was from, uh, and they did, you know. Not great jobs, right? We have to have a bathroom attendant. Someone had to be the bathroom attendant, right? Uh, but you know, they still got the experience. They still got to see everything set up. They still got to do everything. It's a uh, if you could see those in your towns across America, you know,
1: do that. Do something. Well, the the other point about what you people with the experience is now when they go sit in an interview, they have a really cool story to tell of something they were a part of, where they can say, I lost my internship, but I actually stepped up and volunteered and got to be a part of this really cool initiative of the Paw Socks, right? like that person interviewing you is gonna be like, that's awesome. Like you didn't right. just sit around and like feel sorry for yourself. You actually went out and did something.
0: Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. So it was great. So, uh, we got to, um, we got, we got another, you know, full weekend.
1: Uh, yeah. You've weekend been slammed. Weekend. You, you have been slammed. Every, slammed. Every time I talk to you, your head is underwater and you're just breathing for air, which is, you know what? I bet you there's a lot of teams, a lot of executives out there that are in the minor leagues who kind of just put their head in the sand and went away. So again, kudos to you guys and to you for making making shit happen. So
0: I, I say that if you have if you have reached out to me over the last like two weeks, I am sorry that I haven't gotten back to you, but like it's, uh Now
1: I know, you know I the don't. People text who me say back. like,
0: oh man, like uh, it's uh, I'm I'm you know trying to find something to do, I'm like, you can come help me because I have <laughs> lots to... I don't have that problem. I don't have that problem. But I'm having a lot of fun, though. I will say that. I, and and by the way, I'm an excellent waiter. Really? I could see that. I'm an excellent waiter. Right? The people I... You got stories. You have stories loved, to tell. You have plenty of I have, stories. I have plenty of stories to tell. My uh, guests loved me. Right? How can they not? And uh, and <laughs> it was just kind of fun, right?
1: So... Um, Along those notes, uh, we were going for a family walk today after dinner, and my wife Rachel drops on me. She's like, "You know, uh, your your son Zach thinks Rob's really funny, but not you." (laughs) He asked because he literally like I I was in the car with him the other day. He goes, "Can we listen to the podcast?" And I was like, "What?" And he's listening. He wants to listen because of you.
0: That's not because of me. Too bad. That's yeah, how I gotta watch my mouth.
1: No, no, believe me, I've gotten, I, I've been putting time out because I've said, <laughs> I've <laughs> yeah, said words, but yeah. So, uh, of course, they like you as a waiter because I was told today that my son finds you funny and not so much me.
0: Well, my, my core demographic is four-year-olds. <laughs> I'm, I'm well, excellent. There.
1: He gave us, he gave us one star, two star, three star, four star, five star, zero star. So I don't know what his rating obviously was. For when he was telling me out loud what he gave us for a rating, but yeah. we got all of them, so we
0: we got. I think that means the best. in there I think world, so. Because right? you got to so. fill it up, right? It's like you got to fill up the stars, right?
1: No, I, absolutely. So I, I'll take it. I told him to create an iTunes account, log on, and review us because that would be <laughs> phenomenal.
0: Good. That's the first thing a four-year-old should
1: do. Um. Yeah. No, I'm trying to keep him off iTunes and podcasts other than ours. So sports news.
0: Yes, there's some.
1: There's big news.
0: Yes, tell me the what's the big news.
1: So, I didn't I thought I was gonna have to give inside information tonight, but I don't because Rob Manfred saved me from that. Uh, the Commissioner of Major League Baseball has a hundred percent guaranteed there will be baseball this year.
0: There is nothing. A hundred percent is a hundred percent, right? Like that's it all. It's everything.
1: It's well, done. For Whoop, people not over. following, because I they know they're sick of hearing about it, the reason he can say that is I don't know if everyone's aware of this, whether or not they ever come to an agreement on whatever they negotiate for the salaries and the schedule and the prorata and all that BS they're talking about, he can enforce they a season based on the last negotiation and say, we're playing 42 games. This is what you're getting paid. Sorry, it is what it is. Show up if you want. Otherwise, you're not getting paid. And it could be the minor leaguers playing. Like There will be a baseball season. Um, Good for him. It just so Go there will be baseball and we're internally we were we've been vocalizing more and more lately that we're confident that there will be so and it sounds like there will be games at Fenway and other stadiums and it also sounds like there may be fans in certain ballparks around the country
0: and probably certain percentages and all that good stuff
1: yeah yeah um like Texas has already set out a regulation of 50 percent allowed. In stadiums, yeah, and
0: they went from twenty five percent to fifty percent in like four days.
1: Yeah, no, they're because I think college football was like, well, we're about to start, so what do you want us to do? <laughs>
0: and um, high school football, think about it. They have like forty thousand oh, high schools. It's stadiums. crazy.
1: Yeah, Friday Night Lights is legit reveal. We have a our consulting team at F- FSM works with Stored Healthcare, and one of their biggest activations is at that stadium. That's the actual Friday Night Lights. That whole movie and all that. And not That's the incredible. Movie. So they like have to go down there, and they said it's it's. It's insane. There's a waiting list of years to get season tickets for high school football. What? Yes, years. Years to get high school t- <laughs> Yes, a waiting list for years to get season tickets. Unbelievable.
0: Unbelievable. So it's so, not really that unbelievable. I mean, good for them.
1: I mean they had to make a whole show about it. Oh, the Red Sox. Oh, the M L B draft's going on right now. We picked a second baseman. Look at that. It's coming to Pawtucket. from here. Uh high school.
0: Yeah, we'll see him in Worcester <laughs> in five years.
1: Yeah. Um, so that was big news. Uh, MLS announced the, draft, the, the
0: The draft pick or the, no, uh, no, the Major no, League Baseball? No, no,
1: the Major League Baseball coming back. I think people, no. most people don't get too geeked up about the Major League Baseball draft, uh, other than our, our boy Michael Scott. He probably knows a little bit more about it than he should.
0: I know so, nothing.
1: I know nothing about nothing. it. Nothing. I, I got
0: an alert that the number one pick was from Arizona State or something like that, and I was like, huh, all right. So I saw
1: I saw he broke Barry Bonds' home run record at Arizona State in a season twice. Well,
0: Barry Bonds was way skinnier uh Barry. But Barry
1: Bonds had the record for all these years, which and guess what the number was?
0: Um I'm going to guess 91.
1: No, no, for in a season. <laughs> oh,
0: in a st- se- <laughs> no, not uh, in a season uh 34 11 What? Yeah. Eleven home runs in a year—that
1: was the record. And then this guy hit. 20. Unless I read wrong, the,
0: that can't be true.
1: I'm telling you, that's what it said. The
0: record for home runs in a year for Arizona since State the 80s was
1: eleven for Arizona State. That's what it said.
0: Do they play in a cow pasture? <laughs> like what? What do they? Do they have a fence?
1: I'm trying to find it because I saw that, that can't
0: be right. That can't be right. They're uh, not. It's not
1: eleven. I'm pretty sure. And he hit 20 back to back years, which was the first time in NCAA like history or something. I don't know. I no. had no. I honestly had no correlation to how many home runs is good in college baseball. I have no idea. Well, think about it.
0: They play what, fifty games, sixty games? Yeah. So I'm looking it up. I'm looking 20 up. Twenty seems right. They <laughs> eleven can't be right.
1: But Spencer Tork, Torkinson smashed Barry Bonds' college home run record. Now he's a Detroit Tiger. Uh, right. And he went from
0: eleven home runs to twenty. It can't be 11 home runs. It can't be 11 home runs. There's no way you get people that are get hot for a month will hit 11 home runs. They'll hit 20 home runs in a month.
1: I'm trying, I'm trying. I
0: don't know why this angers me so much, but that can't be true. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so he hit 54 home runs in 129 games, includes a school record, 25 home runs. the previous record holder, just some guy named Barry Bonds, who hit 11 as a oh. Maybe it was, a, it was a freshman record. Barry Bonds had 11 home runs as a freshman in 1983, okay. and that was the record.
0: Oh, okay. May, maybe. I still would add the over of 11. But, yeah, a senior's not hitting 11 home
1: runs. That's what I thought. I was like, that seemed weird. They, they, they buried the freshman thing before. So it said smashed his home run record. So he hit 59 home runs in his career at Arizona State, this guy Spencer, the new first baseman for the Detroit Tigers.
0: So 28 year for three years. Yeah. Right. Okay. I can understand that.
1: Have you seen guy? I saw a picture of this kid. a moose. He's a moose. It's, a moose. <laughs> it's the first uh, ever first baseman out of college taking number one overall.
0: Hey, this is, seems like one of those kids that, like, skips everything and is just in the big leagues.
1: He's just like a freak. So, yeah, right. Um, MLS coming back.
0: That's good. So, uh, Disney, right? How about Disney in Florida making a play for everything?
1: Well, that was the governor of, of – with all the rules and regulations they put forth right about COVID saying everything's essential. So, um, yeah, good for them. Yep. So MLS is back July 8th, I think it was the date or something.
0: That's uh, my wife and daughter's birthday.
1: Oh, look at that. What, share, a ha- share what a happy birthday. birthday. So. Yeah. yeah. right. Month after yeah. mine.
0: There you go. Um, so, yeah, I think that they're, they're playing like a tournament style, right? It's like yeah, it's a, like a
1: World Cup almost.
0: Yeah, cool. I, I think people will be pumped for that. People will be
1: into uh, that on TV. Yep.
0: I think so. You think people will be pumped for MLS on TV? I
1: think people will be pumped for. Based on the. So, when NASCAR fired back up, which we'll get to in another second, another news from NASCAR, NASCAR ratings have been through the roof. The last NASCAR race outviewed the last dance.
0: No way. Yes. You're, are these Valente? No, I. Uh, they they like got like sent to me this dance.
1: morning from NASCAR. It they outviewed the Last Dance.
0: Like outviewed it in total, or so the, the average
1: there? viewership of the Last Dance was dance. five point like eight million. And the NASCAR Darling- got more. Than Na, the NASCAR Darlington race did over six million
0: you sell the stuff for a living, so I believe you, though that is a tough I didn't believe
1: for me it. so i'm gonna I'm with you. I didn't believe. I'm like, wait, a minute, something doesn't no make way. doesn't make any sense.
0: Everyone talked about the last dance. No one's talking about NASCAR. so
1: here's where I think here's Why am I where fired I fired up today. but so here's where I think this is the this is the power of live sports that we sell, right? I bet you and myself included, a lot of people probably DVR the last dance or, watched it online and like so i you did you didn't
0: watch it live right you only i
1: you were never watched i didn't watch one episode live i
0: watched them all live i was glued
1: but most people most people i know did watch them live so that's why i was like it didn't make sense but hey the num, number numbers don't lie i guess
0: right No. Well, there we go
1: and then then nascar to to i guess to close the book on our last week's conversation hopefully for a long time uh banned confederate flags Moving forward at all NASCAR events,
0: you're a you're a moron if you have a Confederate flag. I
1: don't <laughs> so care. thank I, you. I don't understand. So these people tend to say to they're the most patriotic yeah. folks. I was I was racking my brain. Is there a more anti-American symbol in the history of America than the Confederate flag? That's <laughs> a right, succeed from America. From America? Like, I don't understand.
0: That's right. And everything that it like you know means it's a racist
1: anti-american symbol i don't understand how it's viewed as a patriotic thing unless you're blatantly just a racist so go go back
0: to alabama stories right i go to a party at uh i go to a party to a high school party okay you walk into the basement and wood paneling basement right in the you know late 90s i guess that wasn't the thing giant eight foot tall by probably 20 feet wide Confederate flag hanging <laughs> on their wall. And I was like, what is this? What is this? And I was like, it was just normal stuff, right? That's what happened. C- c- high schoolers would have, in their trucks, they'd have Confederate flags flying. Like, Confederate flags were a thing. And, uh, you know, uh, all these people would have the South would rise again bumper stickers, and they would all be Confederate flags. Like, Confederate flags were, like, just everywhere, and it like made me sick. I was like, "This is like the worst thing ever."
1: It doesn't make any sense. It's the most anti-American. There is. Can you name a more anti-American symbol?
0: No, of course not, because it's. <laughs> I mean, that's. In, uh, n-
1: <laughs> but they always view themselves as Americans and like patriotic and like America, like America, like. So anyway, not to be. It's we're not gonna get. We're not gonna go down this rabbit hole again. But anyway, <laughs> you have. It, if you ha- how about this? If you. Drive a truck that
0: has a Confederate flag sticker or flag. Stop downloading the podcast. I don't want to hear you. I don't want. I don't want you to be associated with me or this <laughs> podcast. Anything. I hope that you. Uh, no. I want you out of my life. And if you ha- are that guy or gal, go pound sand and unfollow, delete, whatever you need to do. Stop it. Leave.
1: <laughs> Unsubscribe. Unsubscribe.
0: Unsubscribe.
1: I, forever, I I agree I agree. You like should that,
0: unsubscribe from life.
1: I, I don't understand it, but so now NASCAR has banned it. I don't I don't know. Did you see Bubba Wallace's car that he's running for this next race? With like the hand in hand. Yeah the yeah he has the unity with the the front of the, the hood has uh, black and white hands together yeah, and the right. Black Lives Matter. Yeah,
0: cool. Yeah, great. That that's great. That's, that's and he great. called and his his interview
1: actually spurred NASCAR's action because he even said he's like I don't understand how we still allow this at our tracks, and NASCAR yeah. to their credit. Stepped up today and said, "the the saddest part, though, if you really want to get sad, is click on NASCAR's tweet with their statement and just read the replies." I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't. Wanna, I don't, wanna, I don't it, wanna, it's so. so I don't wanna, I don't oh wanna, my god. I don't want. Like it just epitomizes what's going on right now. All right, we're gonna move on because we we don't want to go another. We're moving on. Um. We have an email and we have some right, voicemails But I and can't text. move on.
0: I can't move on. I can't. I can't okay, move well, on. We'll stay. I can't move on. I want to. I want to stay for one second. Okay. Did you see the NFL now allowing kneeling? Yes. Can I just say, like that just rubs me the wrong way? Of like, I will now. I now will grant you access to uh, <laughs> protest. Who the fuck are you? Right. Like, go pound sand. And I just think their arrogance sometimes just drives me crazy it's like you're gonna okay oh thank you mr Goodell. i'm i will now uh oblige by your uh allowing me to protest what are we doing right like this it, it, it just doesn't ah oh,
1: just is ins- insanity to me roger i don't think you're a stiff i don't i don't, I don't have anything against <laughs> your arrogance i think you're i think you're a great commissioner <laughs> <laughs> I'm never getting hired by the NFL. Fine, <laughs> no. Nope.
0: But that stuff dr- drives me crazy. It dr- drives me. N- I will now allow
1: kneeling. What? That was that was that was a that was a put my finger in the wind and see which way it's blowing response. So we'll we'll just yeah not not the best look, but at least they came around. I guess we can say that. Like Drew Brees. Sure. Drew Brees. But speaking of. Drew B's did the quickest 180 in the history <laughs> of humanity. <laughs> he went from oh no kneeling disrespect to legitimately posting. He's all on board signing petitions to change the way everything. Ha- like That guy went from, Oh, Oh shit. My whole team just yep. abandoned me to I'm all in right. and I'm kneeling with you. Like in a matter of, one of 12 the- hours.
0: You know, we we had a pretty emotional discussion last week about this whole thing. I guess the thing that bugs me is, like, now, like, I don't know, it's just now's the time to be, like, where were you before? This just doesn't – I know we're starting to have a conversation about it, which is great. Uh, And in the – look, one of the things i got to say is I told in the last one I was going to have a conversation with my good buddy Alfie. Yep. Right? I did. A man of my word. We we talked on the phone – this past week and it was great right um but man it's just like how this comes about is just like some of it in my opinion some of it not all of it rings hollow to me
1: yeah i, I the, agree the, it's insincere
0: it's 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 in, it's insincere it's like oh we got to do this now or we're not going to be you know on the right side of history but it the way that you go about it is just like yuck
1: i agree um I, I did. I, can, I, can I move. did join our internal committee at the Red Sox and Fenway to move forward to be part of these conversations about how we oh, can good. actually be part of the change. So I di- I stepped up too, like you just said, and I will be a moving part of that. And we we had a good look in the mirror and said we've been very reactionary, right? To almost to your point of like we react yeah. to bad things that happen versus actually being proactive. So that's about to change, hopefully, as we continue the dialogue and. The other thing that we raised our hand and admitted as an organization was like, we have no idea what we're doing. Like, we are not the people or subject matter experts on this whatsoever. So we're not going to be the ones to solve this. We're bringing in people from the outside who can help us. No different than if you hire consultants for anything else in life, right? Because nobody's accusing anyone in in sports of being rocket scientists, let alone culture change leaders. (laughs) And so we are bringing in the right folks to help us navigate this and and not put our foot in our mouth on a consistent basis and figure out the right way to do it because you and i even had a debate recently about not a debate with discussion about one of the nfl's plans to move up draft picks if you hired a black minority and i was like that just seems offensive to me so um i i don't think sports teams are qualified to be leading this but they should be the voice with people behind the scenes helping us so so one of the things i agree with you so during i haven't told you this um, I asked.
0: I'm hopeful to hear back from him. Maybe you can hit him too. I never met him, but I I saw him pop up on my LinkedIn f- feed. A guy named Charlie Nieves. Charlie is the GM of uh, the Miami Hurricanes uh, sports partnerships through Learfield, and he's also president of a group called uh, Black Sports Professionals. And I asked him to be on the podcast. I, I you know I only asked him uh, a day or two ago, but. I'm hopeful he responds. And then I've also asked uh, a guy named uh, Tyrone Brooks through uh, – he's the senior director of front office and field staff diversity pipeline program at Major League Baseball. So yep. I've reached out to them during uh, – on LinkedIn to ask them to be on the podcast. So I want people to know, like, hey, look, we're, our action items are uh, – what we say we're doing, right? So hopefully these people will uh, will join us because, you know, you and I are both very interested in having a – good honest uh, discussion um and i look forward to it right i'm just fingers crossed that the that they we we get a we get a response if there's others that we want to let's let's talk i want to talk i want to talk absolutely no and i hope i'm in the same mood as i am in right now because i'm kind of fiery today i don't know why
1: i can attest to that by just watching you on the screen when the uh Conversation started, so we'll. Um, <laughs> you, this is cathartic for you. you. You you get your 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 head's underwater I, with work, so now you get to vent about whatever you want to say. This is you're very you're very true. And we, since we didn't really
0: do that last week, a lot of pent, pent up, up. Two pent weeks up, of pent
1: up. Yep, pent up, yep. up energy.
0: Pan, uh, energetic guy.
1: And you're, you hit sh-
0: golf balls today, which helped.
1: Get it out, get it out of your system. So when you're a waiter, you can't be doing this diet trip. You can't, you can't be saying these things. Otherwise, you lose tips. No,
0: of course, uh, of, uh, of course not. I gotta, I'll be on my best behavior. To a point.
1: So, we did get a email um, from Adam McNamara.
0: Yeah, read it. Who, it's a good one.
1: Who I'm gonna, he, he wrote a. It was a pretty long one, so I'm gonna get to like the the meat of it that I think people on this podcast listening would be interested in. So he said he interviewed a colleague last week who had an interesting point when I mentioned my interest in working in golf, which is with that sometimes you are forced to take less of a linear approach to get where you want to be. Not everyone can go from an internship to an entry-level position to a manager and up the professional ladder. Specifically for an aspiration to work for a PGA Tour tournament, one may need to explore sales positions in other sports, roles with amateur or senior tournaments, or anything that would help in preparation for the dream job. Okay. So... I think you can put PGA tour. I think you can put NFL. I think you put MLB, NHL, whatever you want in front of that question. And it all applies because there's no linear path of this is exactly the, what you have to do to get the job in this specific sport. It just requires experience for when you get to that point for the opportunity to be prepared to speak to why you're qualified. Does that make sense? It, It does. I also think too, it's like, look, man, we need to get experience
0: in uh, lots of different things. And I think people, uh, when we were talking to um, uh, to Brian um, from the Red Sox. Uh, why is his name? Abraham. Uh, Ab- yeah. When we were talking to Abe's from uh, the Red Sox, he was saying that when they look through it, they look through through a whole bunch of different experiences, right? The more kind of experiences you have, the better, because they're not looking for the same person, right? You don't want groupthink. Yep. Um, and I think the point was – at least from my understanding of that, was like, look, if you have more experiences, the better. And you're right, like my path was pretty linear, right? Like go and sell group tickets, and then you move to go and sell advertising, and then you become a manager, and then blah, 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 blah. right? That's pretty linear. I wouldn't say yours was very linear, right? No, mine's not linear at all. It's out of sport, in the TV, though, out of TV. like, So I don't say, but all your experiences help you to be where you're at Today, because without the previous experiences, you're not here, right? So, like, a well-rounded, ex- well-rounded experiential, you know, path is a good one. No matter if it goes from baseball to football to hockey to golf to soccer to everything in between.
1: Yeah, I, I think I think the question is also asking though, does the sp- the sport have to be linear? And I don't think that's true. Like, I, I don't think so. We God. would never. You would just, all your years in baseball doesn't make you unqualified to work in hockey. That doesn't right. matter doesn't matter it doesn't
0: it, no of, of course not it's that there's a lot of people that go back and forth uh through their through their time yeah. They just have gotten stuck you know not not that sounds negative but I, I I'm in baseball because one i love I love baseball but i' you know I love the business aspect it more so than that by the way, you've been in baseball for how many years
1: uh five six
0: is your be- love for baseball greater or less than than when you started?
1: Uh, um, my love for sports in general is less than when I started 16 years ago. If that makes sense,
0: right? My love for baseball has for like consuming, like as a fan, like oh my god, like what's going on is definitely uh, lessened. But and I think... Marty told me that early in my career, and I was dying. Like I was watching Red Sox games after. Um, Storm Chaser games and Omaha Royal games and I was like Marty there's no way that can be true oh it's it's I but I like, think so I it's also I still love everything here but like it's not the same as when you're a fan but I think you're it's great.
1: also true for a majority of people our age you, this is where you I think this is the lowest fandom you'll ever have no matter who you are whether you're in the sports or not because of so much other stuff you have going on and so much more priorities like that's you, know, we have kids there's just don't of time So, like, when you're in your 20s and you have no responsibilities, you can sit around and watch a a three-and-a-half-hour baseball game and you're still into it and you're close enough (laughs) to the college thing. And then when you get old again, you come back, right? Because, like, you need need to fill that time.
0: That's a good point. I didn't think about it like that. So, I think
1: no matter – like, even my – like, most of my friends who were rabid Red Sox fans, rabid Red Sox fans, I sometimes can't even give them free tickets because they're just like, yeah, I can't make it to the ballpark. You know what? But, like, I bet you in 15 years – They'll be dying to go back to Fenway because they're just looking for something. Like I just think it ebbs and flows with the, your age, and I think I'm definitely less of a sports fan than I was when I started because I know too much, I think, and I'm yeah. a little little jaded. But I feel like it'll come back. And you and I also probably can't watch a sporting event and not watch it in a different lens. It's just I I can't. Like, I, I just I, why I can't I
0: can't either. I'm always looking at the sponsors and the. Between. I just see everything
1: else. <clears throat> but playoffs is a little different. I get jazzed up for playoffs for all sports, but like regular season, that. I'm just like seeing everything that goes on, and I just can't enjoy and sit back and relax and watch the game. I just can't. I
0: agree. I will say this: as I got older, though, I want to play more and more golf. Uh, that's like so. There bad. you
1: go. So yeah, you're in that you're in that age bracket where, but we Maybe play Adam, less when now.
0: He, when he makes it big and he's running Augusta National, yeah, know. hopefully
1: he can hook us up. So Adam, to answer your question. You do not have to start in golf <laughs> to eventually get your dream job at the PGA tour. Um, Adam Banko, who will be on our podcast next week, who I already interviewed with Lyle Hoffman, who is the three M open had zero experience in golf, worked in hockey pretty much and baseball exclusively for his whole entire career. And is now at the three M open. So linear does not necessarily always happen. It can happen. You can obviously get a job in golf or the PGA tour and work your way up and stay in golf. But taking a role in baseball or football or hockey is not going to hurt those chances. In my opinion, it's just going to help you have the experience you're going to need to eventually get look at the role you want.
0: Look at Clarky, right? John Clark. He's the EVP chief, whatever he is for FSM. He was in minor league baseball, then left to go to the Rockets, Madison square garden, the dolphins. I mean, and now he's, you know, basically one of the top people in the red Sox organization, that's far from you know staying linear within the uh, no linear
1: within the sport linear i think is a is a is a is a nice concept but it's also it could be very frustrating if it's not happening the way you want it to which gets you down so i'm i'm all about keeping your options open i like you said i have nowhere near what you'd call a linear resume but i personally wanted that too because i didn't want to be ever pigeonholed in terms of like you're only a salesperson you're only a marketer you're only in media so I like that I can speak intelligently enough to sound intelligent about yeah. enough topics. So
0: I give you credit though. Oh, you thank you. Have you had that thought process, right? Like, all right, I want to make sure that I got well-rounded stuff. I was a, just a guy slinging like minor league baseball tickets in Battle Creek, Michigan and Omaha, Nebraska. And I never even thought about it like that. I was just trying to get paid tomorrow. And, uh, I get, you had, you had a much larger long-term view than I did. And that's definitely something that I've been, uh, you know, becoming friends with you. I've been like, all right, I got to start taking some Valenti, uh, magic here.
1: Well, here's the thing though, about, and this is, this is the, we talked about minor league sports earlier in the podcast. I, I still owe all of my knowledge and abilities, I believe to being in the minors for when I was, because I, it gave me insight into parts of the business very early in my career that I never, ever would have seen at the major league level. I saw more, I'll say, it, I saw more f- information and exposure when I was 25 than I do now at 38. And I, I have obviously a much bigger role now, but I got to see everything I needed to see at 25 because of being in the minors. Got it. Does that make sense? Yeah, you get to see,
0: yeah, because you see the hood's always open. Right? But I did <laughs> you go. You said you're always problem solving because there's always, always problem solving.
1: Solved. And there's and, you're, and there's a small staff, so you like and you're much more transparent, and you just get much more insight into everything. And it's and it's you, like you're responsible for figuring it all out. So, but I did I did go into media to make sure because I I knew media was so important for our business. And that's where all the money comes from. And I thought like if I know how to speak that language and at least have a general understanding of it, it'll help. And it has for sure. And then on the brand side with DraftKings, I, I just always un- wanted to understand better like what was the thought process of how people came to their conclusions and making decisions in our world. And it was eye-opening and fascinating, not what I ever had anticipated. And it's helped me now be able to speak that language with brands when we're talking sponsorship and understand their thought process and how many pitfalls can actually happen along the way to get a deal done. So, you know, I mean, look, if I'm if I'm here Trying to just rub off knowledge on you. I mean, good. good, hopefully this podcast is you're learning something, Rob. Hopefully you're learning Uh, something.
0: I'm I'm trying to learn something. I learn something every day. As long as I'm paying
1: attention. Yeah, which is not often when we two of us are talking to each other. (laughs) Hard.
0: (laughs) Hard. Hard. Um,
1: I don't know, man. What do you think? What do I think? I think I am... You know what? I'm feeling good... I'm better about life. Good. I'm glad. I, I'm seeing lights at the end of tunnels. I'm, Massachusetts is in phase two. I'm seeing sports jobs posted again. So for people out there, sports are coming back 100%. They follow
0: our feed too, right? We've been posting some of them.
1: ton of them. So I, I think there is some, which people I think needed light at the end of the tunnel. I think we just need to still be a little bit smart and safe and take it slow. But I'm a little... I'm,
0: I agree with you. I interrupted. I'm sorry.
1: No, but I, I I feel like people have a little bit more sense of not clarity, but just looking to try and jumpstart life again, which I've seen more with personal conversations, I mean, business conversations, and I'm actually having more of those. So that's yeah. been a good sign that things are getting back to normal.
0: Um. I, I'm, I have my fingers crossed that it's going that way. You know, I just hope people don't get too lax with, like, the social distancing stuff. The, that's like, happening That's already everything. happened. I mean, that's,
1: I feel like that's already happened. Like, yeah, I, it I, got I, warm out and people were like, oh, let's hang out. Let's party. It is, But I don't know. I'm hoping that we're prepared and be smarter. I know some states clearly, are, they're already having issues. But let's not have a COVID discussion right now and depress everyone. But How's I, Alabama doing? Not great, I'm sure, no matter yeah. what. No matter what, they're not So doing. they
0: have Confederate flags.
1: They had seven football players test positive for COVID after practice. So one last thing before we go. Yeah, buddy. You've been invited to be on a sports movie (laughs) podcast. (laughs) That is true.
0: How the hell are you going to go on a sports movie podcast? I have no idea. I don't know. How the hell did I do an interview with a producer and a director of a sports movie last week?
1: Bang up job, by the week, way. Bang up job, bang up job.
0: So I don't know. I fake it till you make it, buddy. D- <laughs> so I don't know. I have no idea. We're gonna go and talk, and we're gonna t- probably talk about this sports documentary, and then they're probably gonna say what kind of, you know, let's relate it to something else. So I'm gonna go like I don't know what you're talking tell about. Them you right f- tell me you to phone.
1: Tell me need to phone a friend and bring me in. I'll call in, and I'll, I'll fill in the blanks for when they start talking sports movies. I've been. Fo- I looked at their their Twitter feed just to see what they talk about. Um, what do they talk about? Oh, Help me out. That they literally break dare. down, they like break down every single sports movie ever made. It's kind of, it's kind of like, even Air Bud is on there. So.
0: <laughs> I've ne- no, never seen
1: it. I know, I know, I know you've never seen it. <laughs> so yeah, no, just maybe, maybe watch a movie or two that you can nope. pretend. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not gonna I to Just go to, just default to Feel the Dreams then. Just screw it. Just go right to Feel the Dreams and you'll um, be fine.
0: Feel the Dreams.
1: Um, Major League, you've seen Major League.
0: I've seen Major League. Yep. There uh, yeah, we go. All right. I've seen The Natural in pieces. I've never seen The Natural all the way through. Good
1: movie. Good movie.
0: But I probably have seen it all, but through, not in one seating. Maybe. Uh, what's the one with Garden Hoser, Roland Gardner? Oh, Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year. Yep, saw that one.
1: Okay. I mean, that's a cool. If you, that, we're the same age, so like you had to see that movie. Like if you wanted to play baseball, and all of a sudden you're a kid and you're playing. Yeah, for that the Chicago was Cup. When
0: we were probably what twelve.
1: Probably yeah, probably right around there. And he was like the same age as us, so it was like,
0: right. I agree. That was like a, a must, a, mu- a must have.
1: Little Big. Did you see Little Big League? Where he's the manager for the Twins. His no. His grandfather owned the team. His grandfather died. He left him the team. He's like 12, and ends up making himself manager. <laughs> I was like,
0: I'm not gonna watch that one either.
1: Well, no. Now, now it would. It, you would not be able to relate to that. Now you're no longer 12 years old.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my wife would disagree.
1: <laughs> it's okay um all right buddy well if you're gonna do a sports podcast sports movie podcast just maybe watch a clip or two not a movie just a clip
0: fine fine they can tweet me uh tweet me sports movie podcast uh not sports movie podcast sports movies clips and i'll try my best oh
1: and we went on we you and i got on a podcast we were on a podcast we
0: did sports as a job um talk about doing something that kid's in college right
1: or like a just, freshman or sophomore? No, he's out of college. Or is he in college? Kobe? Uh,
0: yeah, he was a good guy. He was a good interview, right? That was they cool. have a
1: great following. I've had more people reach out to me about that podcast and saying, like, well, how do I find your podcast and connecting on LinkedIn and asking for information reviews interviews for you and I. Cross-pollination, my friend.
0: That was a good one. That was a good one. That good was one. a good one. So, um, all right. By the way, a little behind the scenes here. We wrote down, like, seven things to talk about. We got to two of them.
1: Yeah, I think so. No, there we got uh, one, two,
0: three, four. Four. <laughs> there we go. Um, In 47 uh, minutes. <laughs> well, I will say this. I, I needed that. I think. I think um, you did. Was, I think you was was did. Good. So so <laughs> now <laughs> was, your staff will be
1: appreciative that you got that all out tonight and not tomorrow on them. That
0: was that was good. That was good. All right. Uh, I'll see you
1: later.